What's up, what's up? Episode 9, Game Day Trading Podcast, coming to you now. Uh, we've been on, we're on a bit of a hiatus, and I apologize for that. I had some things that unfortunately had to take priority over cards and, um, you know, my sports cards page, but we're back now, and we'll be back for, you know, we're back for good now. And we're going to have daily content. I'm going to, I'm shooting for one post today. And I'll definitely have a podcast today. If not, I'll post it to let you guys know if something's not happening. But yeah, we're back. And for this episode, we're talking about NBA playoffs. Because last time I made a podcast, they weren't going on. And right now as I'm recording them, pretty much all the series are at Game 3s or Game 4s. I just watched the uh, Suns game like two hours ago. And obviously I like what I'm seeing. You know, I'm a Suns fan. I'm an Arizona Everything fan, if you haven't figured that out by now. So, my prediction for the NBA Finals is that the Suns are going to beat the Bucks in either 6 or 7. Because the Bucks swept the Heat. The Nets are currently tied with the Celtics. I think it's 2-2. Two and two. And before, if you asked me before the playoffs started, I would have said Suns and Nets. But the Nets just cannot hold it together. Like, when you look at the Nets... On paper, they should be like a three P team, you know. When you have Harden and Irving and Durant and Blake Griffin and then, you know, all the other pieces like Joe Harris. It's just it should be the best team in the NBA, but it's not. You know, it's there's just something where you know, the whole team just cannot click. They just can't. And, you know, injuries too they played eight games in the whole regular season together they didn't have enough experience to really bond and get you know just insane uh, team bonding so I don't know if they're going to lose to the Celtics but if it comes down to the Bucks and the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals pretty sure the Bucks are going to win that one I have a lot of faith in them especially in Giannis and I mean obviously I'm tainted since I'm a Suns fan about my opinion but I don't see how you know if we're able to beat the Lakers which I think we'll be able to because now Anthony Davis was out and Contavious Caldwell Pope was out and they were keeping Montrose Harrell out until the fourth quarter I have lots of faith that we'd be able to win because then if when AD comes back if he comes back for game five he's not going to be able to fully play so you could just, you know, use the argument of, well, he was out, so you didn't really win. But, like, for Game 2 and Game 3, Chris Paul was not he was not doing much. He was scoring, like, seven points and a couple assists. That was it. He was not being Chris Paul. And this game, I think he got 19 points and, like, nine assists. He's coming back. AD. No, not AD. DeAndre A and DA. He's like gotten a double double. I think all four games of this playoff series is his first playoff series too. Like what? This man's insane. It's eighty. God, man, I keep getting them mixed up. Da's doing great. Chris Paul's coming back from the injury because he had two days to heal up. He has one day, and then we're back in Phoenix. Devin Booker, he can he honestly could step it up. I think he can definitely do better. And I hope he will. I hope once he comes back to Phoenix Suns Arena. You know, he's with the fans, he gets hyped up and drops like a 40-piece on him. I can see it happening completely. And, you know, I'm very confident that we beat the Lakers as it sits without any more injuries. Like, if you just look at it completely the way it is when I'm recording this, I have faith we beat them. 
and then I would have to look at a bracket, but I don't really see another Western Conference team that is going to beat us because the Jazz are playing the Grizzlies. Pretty 95% sure and the, gra- the Jazz will beat the Grizzlies. And after that, I think maybe they'll take on the Nuggets or someone. I'm not too sure. But if the Western Conference Final comes down to the Suns and the Jazz or the Suns and the Nuggets, the Suns are going to win. Chris Paul is just an amazing team leader. I mean, two years ago, we had the second worst record in the NBA. And this season, we have the second best in the NBA. Like, it's... We've gone from 0 to 100 real quick. We didn't even make the playoffs last year. And this year we were the two seed. Like, that just does not happen with, you know, some run-of-the-mill point guard. But, you know, as also still as a Suns fan, I'm kind of worried about how long Chris Paul will be able to last. You know, because we signed him. But he's already 35. And he's still doing great, obviously. But how much longer will he be doing great? So, because I don't want him to dip out on us and then we're without a point guard and we spent a very large chunk of change on him. So, it will everything will fall into place, but that's my finals prediction. And I'll, I have, you know, I really think it's going to happen. Suns and Bucks and the Suns in six or seven. That's, that's what I believe is going to happen. But, you know, besides the NBA playoffs, this is just going to be kind of an Arizona, like, me just ranting about my Arizona sports teams because I haven't really done that. But the D-backs just snapped like a 13, 14-game losing streak. It was ridiculous. I didn't even watch some of the games. I haven't watched like half of them in the past two weeks. We literally were on one of, if not the worst, losing streak in franchise history. And I don't know how. I think it started because we got swept by the Dodgers. And I was like, all right, the Dodgers, you know, fine. The D-backs are mediocre at best. I know that. Then the Dodgers are amazing. So getting swept by the Dodgers, I was like, that hurts, but it's not like I didn't see it coming. I, you know, that makes sense. Then we got swept by the Rockies and I was like, whoa, that's like, that's not good because who do the Rockies have? You know, they got no one. And then we played another series and, you know, we played, I don't even know how many series, series, and then we came to the Cardinals, and we lost like two or three to the Cardinals, and we finally won this one by like nine to seven, and it's just ridiculous that it took us two weeks to get a win. It should not be taking any baseball team that long, but mm, I think the Padres are going to end up being World Series champions. I really do. Tatis is just so amazing. You know, you never see it where one guy carries a baseball team that hard. But Tatis is just, man. I wouldn't say he he doesn't, like, carry by himself, but he's just so insane for a player that young. And, you know, everyone raves about Tatis, obviously, but I really do believe in him. And I think that he could totally – I see him ending his career with, like, five rings. Honestly, I do. And, I mean – Actually, wait, no, I might take that back because I forgot he signed the Supermax contract to the Padres. So, you know, if the Padres just kind of jump ship on him after a couple of rings and he's just, you know, like a Mike Trout and he plays amazing, but his team never gets there. You can't do anything about it. I feel bad for him, though. I really do. Because 
Mike Trout, that is. Because, you know, Mike Trout is amazing. Arguably the best current player in the MLB. Well, I don't know what his stats are right now, like this exact moment. But, you know, he's in the top, like, top three M- active MLB players. And then you have Shohei Otani, which is he's just Shohei Otani. He's absolutely insane at baseball. He was like, I don't know if he still is, but he was the leader of, he was the home run leader in the MLB. And he had like, I think an ERA below two. It was like, that That doesn't happen, bro. That's like, you know, dead ball era, like Cy Young, like Ty Cobb era type stuff that you see. You don't see that anymore. And it's just so insane to watch that he's just that good. You know, it's just, it's nice to have a, electrifying players like that that you can watch. Because before I didn't really watch baseball unless it was my home team. But now I'm able to appreciate it watching players like Tatis and Shohei Otani because they're just, you know, I don't want to, I don't know if I should call Tatis a generational talent, but Shohei Otani is definitely a generational talent. I feel like that's pretty agreed upon because, I mean, you don't see that, man. It's it's as simple as that. And people that don't watch baseball might not know what the significance is of like how crazy Ty Cobb is, but that's like, What's a basketball version? It's like saying if someone was the leader in... Actually, basketball is different, though. Because in basketball, like, the center can just carry the whole team and does is the top at everything. Look at Nikola Jokic. You know, he's absolutely insane. He's a center, and he carries his entire team, probably going to win the MVP. But that's like a... That's like a quarterback having the most um I don't know if I'll pull that well. It's like a quarterback having the most touchdowns and the most sacks. It's like it's like something crazy like that. I know it's physically impossible in football because of the things, but like it's insane. You know, it's there's no other way to explain it. There probably is, but I don't know anything about football, so please don't get mad at me. But Shohei Otani is absolutely amazing. And I'm done ranting about him now, but like, if you haven't watched an Angels game where he's pitching or where he's in the lineup, I highly suggest you do because it's very fun baseball to watch. And if you think baseball is boring, you're boring.